Welcome to the Number Christ Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Oliver, and we invite you as you listen to join us on the journey to know the God of the Bible and so live for Him with all our heart, soul, and strength. Today is an introduction episode, but an introduction into None But Christ and the broader ministry that it's a part of. I moved down to Bradenton, Florida to be a part of the ministry team, and I was asked by Brett and Joe to basically give them a year of my of my life to serve alongside of them and to, to be discipled by them and be a part of what they're doing. And so um, I said yes. The reason any of that's important is because that's actually a part of the main mission of None But Christ Outreach Ministries to get other people to join in uh, reaching out with the gospel and to pursue Christ um, fully in, uh, in this way. So the best way to, to find out about the ministry, I got Joe and Brett on the podcast with me. Hey, Josh. Hello. Could you guys just kind of explain like the basics of... The ministry, you know, where where we're at, what we're trying to do, a little bit bigger picture. So you mentioned we're in Bradenton, Florida. Came down here and we basically have two goals in mind. The first would be to just reach out with the gospel and by God's grace, if people would trust in Jesus, if they would trust Christ, then we would love to continue to disciple them and see people become serious followers of Jesus and just continue to help people grow as we can. That would be one aspect, one goal that we would have. And the other would be is guys like yourself, Josh, just trying to encourage not just younger people, but anyone that would be willing to commit time and energy to work at missionary work, to try to reach out in in North America. We would see that as a great need here in this country. And from, from both of you, and, and everyone here, the just a little context, the ministry team, when I say ministry team, it's it's Joe and his wife Penny and Brett and his wife Liz and their kids and uh, Paula also, yes. who's a, a big, a massive help. Um, the, the team would talk a lot about when the offer is extended to join, join the team, the demand isn't necessarily like set aside a career or your life aspirations or is is it kind of no, I, well I was gonna say no what were you gonna say I mean I I was just remembering uh, like people go to school I mean college is a good thing education is a good thing right but we have people going to school to be doctors and lawyers and physicists and so forth can we devote can we encourage people to say uh, to use that energy and all of that time and commitment toward the Word of God, the things of God. Um, not that we don't need lawyers and, and physicists and doctors and, you know, we God, obviously God calls people to those different things. Um, but does God also call people to full-time ministry like typically what happens is when somebody has that kind of interest it's you know you go to seminary go to bible school and you know you're hired on as a pastor somewhere and we're just uh suggesting maybe potentially a different route for people yeah when i brought up the question i i kind of phrased it poorly i was just thinking about when when you had asked me 
to join you. Of course, that took the place of college, at least for the next year. But just to anyone listening, I would encourage you, when you do take the step, it is a step of faith to say, like, I'm going to start doing doing ministry full-time or start making this my focus. But when you do that, in my experience you become like you become more focused and it's actually difficult to like step out of it or go backwards and for me it has felt like that like if I was going to go to college or pursue a different life path that I would actually be stepping backwards so one thing I think would be helpful to kind of toss into the conversation one of our main people here um, one of our co-workers is Paula uh, she's got a full-time nursing career and she's she's got that going uh, five days a week and she is as plugged in as anybody into just trying to reach out um, share the gospel with people so I yeah God calls all kinds of different people and I guess it just to lots of different things. And if I could just one more comment, is that Go okay? Ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking about how like typically young people, like when you're in school, and I would have gone through this a long time ago. I think it's the same thing for everybody. You're in high school. The guidance counselors, the people that are trying to help you in your direction in life. Like like number one is where are you going to school? Like there's this is it is it actually fair to say that there's like young people are kind of pushed. Yeah, push, yeah. pressure. I just graduated, bit. man. Every single person from your parents to your closest friends to your most respected teachers to like random people, if you wanted to ask their opinion, like it's just the like, oh, you're not going to go to college. Well, like you better have a really good plan if you're not going to do that. <laughs> well, and just to be clear, like we're not knocking college or education, right? right? Yeah. But just the idea that maybe there is a different avenue for people. Uh, you know, it's not just you have to go get a degree and be a pastor. You can, you know, follow a different track. Yeah, and for for me, like, I I have told both of you, I would love to be pursuing a, a degree in biblical studies and entertaining, you know, university and seminary route. Like, I just would. It's something I love and I'm passionate about learning those type of things. But you're able to, and maybe God does, that's what God has for you, in which case you better run after it. But just that there's the there's a whole new possibility that you can still set your life goal and your, your standards at learning who God is and the things of God in the Bible. And you can put that at the top shelf, and you can also put serving Him in whatever way you can right there I mean maybe a step ahead of it and that there are there are people who also embrace that and that's something I've learned from both of you like you guys haven't set these goals lower in your lives just because you didn't pursue education or career and yeah like you said it's not this isn't the goal isn't to say um Let's don't. skip the education about the Bible. We don't need to know that. Well, stuff. especially that. But even to to skip education period, or to skip job period, profession period. But I do. I did want to. Joe, you'd said sometimes people are called to this and called to that. 
um, when we talk about calling, how how do you think that plays into plays into ministry and exactly what that looks like? You hear a lot of people saying called. Yeah, I would. <clears throat> Joe kind of pointed at me, so I know you asked the question to Joe, but you didn't get to see this if you're listening to the podcast. So uh, I w- would not say I felt specifically called to what I'm doing until maybe a year ago or less. Um, And how long have you been doing ministry? (laughs) A while, I guess. Uh, On and off at times. Sometimes, I wouldn't say say I've been doing it for 17 years, but different points in my life for the past 17 years, this has been a full-time thing in my life, doing ministry. But I've always been one of those people, uh, if you'd say, when did God call you into this? I'd say, I, I'm just not sure. Um, it might be helpful to, to talk about your, your life. Like you spent time teaching and being places that you couldn't even work and you were doing, doing gospel outreach. When I've evaluated your life, that's a little bit weird. Um, I've always kind of thought about like flexibility and just like uh, like shallow tent pegs. You know, you're not you're not building a literally or figuratively a concrete foundation in you know McKeesport, Pennsylvania, that you're tied to live there and then do whatever. You're just you're just saying wherever God, whatever God has for me and wherever that is. Is that an accurate kind of? Uh, yeah, um, it's something that I hope to keep. And and just to add to that, um, I think I think we'd all agree that God does clearly call people to certain things. Sure. But I would also say that I think we make a mistake in saying um, that you know this this person was called, this person was called, but now these people are not called. No, every person that's put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ has been called. To follow the Lord Jesus, and I so I just want to throw that out there. Like it, it's a mistake not to think that you have not been called by Christ, and that's kind of the root of my statement that I really wasn't sure if I was called until just recently, because we hear people using that kind of language, and somebody like me says, "Well, I didn't have their experience when, you know, when they said they were called, they." Maybe somebody came up to them and told them something, or maybe they just felt like God spoke to them. I didn't have those things per se. But within the past year or so, I realized like exactly what Joe's saying, that when Christ called anyone who will come after me, that means anyone who will come after me. That's me. Do I want to come after him? Do yeah. I want to give up my life for him for the sake of the gospel? If we could try and tie, tie everything together. So in none but Christ, two main, two main goals and purposes: gospel spread, and discipleship to people we don't necessarily know, which would kind of be the uh, the missions, the missions route. And there's a little bit of a difference with what we do because we do work in North America, at least at this point. And you've talked a lot about both of you, that there's just a need and an opportunity 
in our in our native land to do gospel outreach and then secondly to disciple the, the goal is always discipleship but it, we're trying to talk specifically disciple people we know and encourage them to join in in uh in gospel spread in right ministry. when you when you say disciple josh just uh, just that could i add a little to yeah, that sure. um just the idea of working together so brett and i were having a little bit of a discussion before you came over about how like some people are taught but some people catch things like taught and caught right like i would definitely be a person that you could sit me down in a classroom you can give me all this information but i need to actually go do it and there are other people who sit in that classroom they get the information and they can go and they can implement what they've learned and so when you talk about discipleship, just to be clear, like it's actually like getting involved, working alongside with us in the things that we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. First, first-hand experience. I mean, I haven't even been down here for a year yet, but like it's, I mean, it's a, it's an awesome thing. And uh, Joe always says, this is the most exciting job in the world. Well, I have to credit Mr. Goff with that. He always used to say that to me all the time. And I think it's, it's totally yeah. true. This is the most exciting job in the world, for sure. Yeah. So just whatever's holding you back, and maybe maybe you don't even think anything's holding you back, but whatever Christ has for you, you can you can totally do it. And it, it's going to take some faith. It takes sometimes defying what uh, social norms are and what culture, which way culture goes. But at least for Christians, it should actually satisfy us mm-hmm. to be a little bit countercultural, because not even a little bit, a lot of bit countercultural because read read the bible it jesus is he's redefining how life is lived when you're a follower of him and pursuing his kingdom i think a lot of times i remember uh there was a guy that came when penny and i were living in canada there was a guy that came to uh to speak to the church that we were part of there and he was a he was a uh, missionary pilot and his his encouragement was like his brother was actually, he's actually, he still is a Bible translator in Zambia, in Africa. This guy's an airplane pilot. And the whole, the whole gist, like the point of his message was that God will take who you are and he wants to use who you are. And so when you talk about encouragement, it's an encouragement to me that God will take people, like you don't need to be the greatest speaker, you don't need to be the greatest anything. You're just looking for people that are actually willing to to follow the Lord. And so whether it's, you know, carpentry skills, uh, like you name it, like God will use who you are. Uh, and Jesus says it's worth it to lose our life for his sake. So I don't know. I don't know what more you need.